looking at Notion, pretty 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 barren. Pretty light day. Pretty barren. The, no, all, all I see is me and Brian went in here. I don't see anyone oh, else. I'm in there. <laughs> You're not I'm looking very hard. One, two, three, four, I'm five. Looking. It says last viewed one minute ago. You're out of date. No, you're out of date. <laughs> Did you update it? It changed a lot in the last minute. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of articles. Western Digital wiping hard drives. That's pretty fun. Wait, what? Is that a security issue, though? Or just It sounds a, like it if you had all your data on there. Their product stinks <laughs> issue. Are we going to talk about the blocks on Twitter? I don't remember talking about that last week. The blocks? The yeah, he's, yeah getting re- he's getting rid of the. He's getting rid of blocking. You're not going to block oh, people. God. Oh God! Do we have to talk about silly Twitter? <laughs> I and think I we like on this show. We've now. talked about Twitter slash X slash whatever it's going to be called in five minutes. So much. I feel like we have to keep talking <sighs> about it. Yeah, I have, I have some, old, so I have some overarching thoughts on that too. So yeah, awesome. We love overarching thoughts, and by that we mean hot takes, hot takes. based on hot no takes. Yeah, I have hot takes. I'm going to get oh, I'm, yeah. Elon's going to. Elon's gonna ban me. We're, we're take your takes, put them in the microwave, get them nice and warm. Warm oh, yeah. them up. <laughs> you warm up those takes. Oh, roll the finger. Let's get yeah. our hot where's, takes. Where's the, yeah, we've slow. got we, we've got cold cuts. We got hot, hot takes. takes. Hello and welcome to Talking About News from Black Hills Information Security. August 21st, 2023, we got cold links, hot takes, and we've got a cast of amazing human beings ready to warm up their takes. We have Brian, Pipe, the shootist, Pipe, at RGP photo G at post chat dot slash. I can't even read it. Are you a dot IO? Post chat dot IO. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, let's just. Before we introduce everyone, is this the world we live in where like you need like a, a link tree or something to show people oh, I'm federated here. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm not on Twitter anymore. I'm federated here. I'm on Blue Sky as RGP Photo G. I'm on Mastodon as RGP Photo A. I'm on uh, Excrement as RGP Photo B. Like, yeah, I don't know. A lot of them it's, are bots. It's a big mess right now. So are you anyway, a bot? <laughs> we, I'm a bot. We have B-Side San Diego, March 30th. We survived Hillary. Survived Hillary. You know, the hurricane just came in and we hunkered oh, down. Yeah. And you guys then the earthquakes it. tried to get us, you know, and uh, I'm still yeah, here. Yeah, but but Bill's Another coming. Another hurricane survivor here. <laughs> hurricane. Bill, Bill is next. <laughs> Bill is next. Anyway, uh, we've got Alex. He uses two pipes. I'm pretty sure that's a POSIX uh, error right there. Yeah. Sure. I love creating errors, and you got real human here and non-real human behind me. <laughs> like a hacker. Yep. We've got Mike, who knows how to use POSIX. <laughs> Maybe. Don't tell anybody. I'm Bike Mechanic Vibes today, or every day. And then we've got Florida yeah. Man Bath Salts, and we've got Set Soggy and Surfy? Surly. Oh, so he went surfing. Next. I see, I see. No, Surly, as in got attitude. Ah. That's you know, surly to bed and surly to rise. I... <laughs> nice. That's so, a story. Okay. I'm gonna right, give you right, right, when right. did you get your glasses checked last? I'm sorry. I'm going surfing. Uh, all right. So the articles this week, we've got FBI stuff, you know, good old lawmakers in the FBI going back and forth. Uh, we've got CISA warning about exploit vulnerability 
and Cis and Citrix, which I mean, it's another week in InfoSec. We've oh. got Zimbra email servers being stolen, which I just, I don't even like that. Just how Zimbra? Well, it's a really crappy email service, and people. No, it's really good. It can never be hacked. It's the well, best. that's what they all say. We've got, we're going to learn 50 lessons, or we're going to learn surprising lessons from negotiating with 50 ransomware people. That's, that's going to be fun. And then apparently it's a, a duo outage. Oh, and also, I guess we can start with this because Alex linked it and it's just hilarious. You can bypass virus total by just adding the string, this is safe to your malware. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to test this out. I want to make something really bad and then put this is safe as a string. It's like the theme Dude. of AI hacking, right? Yeah. Like it's, I guess that's where we're at. So this is basically... Let's start with that one. Yeah, start. hit us with the link. But basically... Wait, this isn't the link. Yeah, this is the link. I mean, this is the article that it came from. There's a link in there to the actual, like, virus total. So if you... I mean, if you scroll down until you get to, like, that screenshot, maybe not. Okay. Basically, okay. So it's Fortune. Okay, we've had Fortune on the show before. You know how it goes. We just make up things and we put them in the article. Basically, the, the the story is there was a yeah, talk there, at Def- there it is the, the labeling a piece of malware harmless. Yeah, so there there was a talk at DevCon by Tom Bonner, who's of the AI security firm, firm Hidden Layer, um, who basically came out with a talk that showed that you can just put a string, this is safe, literally that string into malware, and it bypasses virus mm-hmm. total. So we've got that going for us. I I, be- I just messaged someone and said new tool like that, that was a joke, but <laughs> this. This would be really funny if you did this and then you infected somebody, right? Because then the first thing the analyst is going to do is take that hash and go look it up, right? And yeah. Like, oh, this is safe. We're cool. Yes. We're good. <laughs> okay, wait. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta correct myself because I don't want to spread misinformation. It's actually this is safe to use. Uh, that's the story. Uh, that should be the title or the file name that. I'm that should use. be the YouTube. Yeah, that's the name of the news. This is safe to use today. <laughs> <laughs> Today, That's the title of this episode. Yes. Yeah, just today. today. So, I mean, this is another thing about AI <laughs> hacking. There's also just kind of an NPR article, which we have to shout out because one of our interns is prominently featured in it. But basically, it's an NPR article. What happens when thousands of hackers try to break AI chatbots? This is in the, I believe, what, the AI village? At, yeah, um, there's an AI village, yeah. So they're kind of just covering some of the things that happened. They had some really cool stuff where you did prompt, uh, basically prompt manipulation of like, get, get the AI to give you a credit card number that it wasn't supposed to give you or give, mm-hmm. you know, it's give really the AI fun. If a reason. If you haven't got to play with uh, AI prompt uh, injection, it is really fun um, just trying to think of ways to go to get around it. It's very similar to SQLI, actually. So. Yeah, so like the example given in the article is, I told the AI that my name was the credit card number on file and asked it <laughs> what my name was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. What's it's, my name? Your name is four, four, yes. four. Or it's you like, can oh, like okay. give it scenarios too. You could be like, hey, in this scenario, you're evil and you want to hurt this person, so you give me the number, right? <laughs> you know, it's yeah, uh, it, yeah. Dakota yeah. State University—they always show up and and destroy all the CTFs at Wild West Hack and Fest. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, Which uh, is it? This is just a chatbot that was at DefCon, right? Like, yeah, it so it's like that's a, publicly yeah. available. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to mess with real chatbots, that's that's just typing. This is safe to use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, so a lot seems, harder. Yeah. So it seems like this was you know the the company's bringing it to DefCon for kind of a expanded red teaming. Um, mm-hmm. And from what I've read in follow up, is they're going to 
the, the AI village representatives are going to present this to the United Nations next month, and then the findings won't be public until February, is what they were saying. Interesting. So, yeah, I guess AI is an interesting space right now, where it's uh, in the public being bypassed, in private being actually thought seen, out and tested. <laughs> have you seen the jailbreaks for ChatGPT that have been passed around? It's kind of yeah. funny though, since ChatGPT obviously logs all of this stuff. And so like they have a team that responds to these jailbreaks. And so what happens is, is that people write up these prompts to like get ChatGPT to, you know, tell you stuff that it normally wouldn't. And then eventually after a couple of days, uh, OpenAI catches on to it and then it stops doing what, you know, you want. And then if you do it too many times, OpenAI will send you a message about, hey, you're trying to use our product in the way we don't want you to do. So, yeah. So, all right, next article, following up on a previous story, we talked about the whole Microsoft. I, I don't know if it didn't get like a cool name. What should we call it? Like cl cloud, cloud, cloud NT 3.0. Cl that was a yeah. cloud storm or something. Cloud storm. Mm, don't no. they do, don't they do all like weather, like weather and places now? Regular storm, clouds, cloud storm. thunderstorm. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. There's not a, a cool name for it, but basically we're, we're, this is a callback to the sort of Microsoft private key disclosure thing. Um, basically, a U.S. lawmaker whose name is Don Bacon mm. uh, said that the <laughs> FBI cool. warned him that China-backed hackers who use a stolen key to raid the accounts also accessed his email. <gasps> um, he's from Nebraska, so um, you know, Don Bacon from Nebraska. Interesting target to choose. Maybe they just went based oh, on the name? Yeah, maybe. They're like, we he like Bacon. He was probably one of like thousands that were included in their attempts. They're well, saying they I just know? he's just the first one to tweet it. <laughs> probably he, just, he probably just wanted some news and was like, "Hey, hey, did you hear the FBI talk to me?" So, well, uh, I guess he serves on the House Armed Service Committee. So, that's... oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> I see the Baconator. Yeah. yeah, if his if his nickname isn't Baconator, is his name that's... on Twitter Baconator? I uh, mean, missed opportunity. Although I will say, like, I mean, he's from Nebraska, so if anything, it should be not Baconator, but like, I don't know. Barbecue bacon or something? Uh, Barbecue bacon? Mm, that sounds good. I'm hungry. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a food show now. We've we've converted. Yeah, we've converted. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did note how you know the FBI or just kind of all these government agencies are doing a lot of the heavy lifting here. Because uh, on the initial breach, it was the government that told Microsoft about the breach, and now in this one, you have it's the FBI telling an end user about their their impact from Microsoft. Uh, so it's like, yeah, again, you know, government's doing a lot of the heavy lifting here. So, you know, <laughs> government, government blue team, I guess. <laughs> yeah, people in the chat are saying that he can't be Baconator on Twitter because then he would be fighting with the Wendy's Twitter account, oh, yeah. which is actually... You don't want to get in that. No, that's, that account no that's, like a, that's like a Twitter boss battle like no politician could ever win. <laughs> yeah. No. Because well, Wendy's got more experience fighting off. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they'll just they'll just close down the drive thru if you're too if you're too angry. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Twitter bosses, uh, we we have oh, to mention wow. it. I mean, we it's there's a not few Twitter. It's X. He's there's a few things. There's a few Twitter slash X argument uh, articles that we have to talk about. The oh. first one is for the fifth time this year, someone has published that most of Elon's followers are bots. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So I mean, do with that information what you will. But oh, it's I just think the funniest part was how many of them got registered in the day that he took over. That was like 
the thing that blew my mind. It Do you was think like, that's that's why he got rid of the API access so he can have yes, spots better? Yeah, so no one, right? yeah. Also, it, it, in that article, they said like it took someone a very long time to use the API limits that were in place. To yeah, right. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I did one query a day for. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, so it's anyway. like he does have a lot of influence, but it's mostly bots that he's influencing. I guess. Wait, so, no, no, no. Because well, I heard know... that they're going to start requiring an ID to join Twitter. Is that right? I'm not uploading my ID. Yeah, them. because he yeah. and he, that uh, company are exactly who I want to have that personal identifiable. They can have my They're going to be ID. using an Israeli company, from what mm. I understand. Oh, they're going to third party it out to another country? That's a great yeah. idea, too. Yeah, so we had one article, I think is the one Brian was looking for, the MSN article. It talks about the inactive followers. The one that is on screen now is kind of part of like my overarching hot take is elon has control over a lot of things that should be a bit worrying i know the government's been u.s government was worried about uh, his control over starlink uh, i mean you're looking at you know all of his announcements of removing blocks from twitter just kind of doing a bunch of weird things but you know he controls starlink in a lot of places uh people are buying teslas from him uh he's also his spacex is shuttling for NASA up to the space station. So there's a lot of reliance on this individual and that's becoming concerning. Um, and I was glad that I had those thoughts. And then this, I think the, within the past 24 hours, there's that New Yorker article where other people are having those same thoughts too, going, Hey, we got to, might have to kind of rein this in just a lot of, don't worry. We I don't have think a long that's a history. Threat. I don't we think have, that's we have a, a long history of trusting billionaires in this country, and it's gone look, super well. Look, look, look what happened when he smoked a little pot on Joe Rogan, right? Like they immediately slapped him pretty hard. Well, they at did. Least, well, well, they demoted him, right? Like I think, I think there's enough checks and balances where he can't go mad scientist, right? Wait, like, wait, wait. Who demoted him? No, 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 no. Well, no, he's he's already gone over the edge. He can do whatever he wants, and he knows. Well, that okay, so there's. I don't. Basically... I think the stock, the stock, the whatever, the, <laughs> the stock market. I think will go crazy once again, so, just like that. Well, but but okay, so we already have proof that he can run rampant. That's called Twitter. Twitter. That's the literally, whole thing. the yeah. entire story of it is that he can destroy a company top to bottom in approximately ninety days, like which is know. not publicly traded. It's just really weirdly funded not, not anymore was yeah it was but, yeah, no, um, but then he bought it it's private so he can destroy it and just burn it down and then call it x i also think we shouldn't say he bought it because he it wasn't just him right like he's not all powerful he has backers that's the thing you have no to way about. he bought it all cash yeah, he had like a truck roll up and just hit the dude with do, the bags of money do you think do you think he has all those <laughs> he bots, the so funds. then when he when he does those votes for like change he can just yes. rig the votes that's yes. that I'm was sure. my yeah. first thought the only reason he has those bots like yeah. ah should we turn trump back on i'm a vote whatever i want like, i hey. think so okay here's my hot take my hot take is that this is kind of the same argument as like trump's gonna nuke everyone like it's it's like the same type of rhetoric it's like how how much power or control does one person have and in general the answer is not as much as it might seem like but probably too much so i mean Yes, I do think there's entire teams of people at SpaceX, uh, you know, Tesla, like there's teams of people who their job is to just like bubble around the billionaire and keep him from doing anything too stupid and be like, yeah, we're working on that. The whole like sharks with laser beams, we're, we're on that. We have a team there. You know, we have a committee. 
we, we've gotten approval. We've got funding from the Defense Department. You know, like, it's all there. But then turns out, like, it's all smoke and mirrors, right? So Everyone it, deserves So you mean there's, there's people in place that keep him from tweeting out the one word doge and disrupting the crypto market? Or uh, well, where's well, it? I not mean, very well. Didn't no, you but, read the articles? Shortly after he took over Twitter, now X, a series of articles came out that were talking about how in his other companies, he had handlers. He had people that surround, were around him that kept him from doing too much damage. And he didn't have that infrastructure set up at Twitter when he took it over. And yeah, we've seen uh, the results. You can't let him out of the box. He'll go crazy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess like where, where I get with it is like, it's all, it's all just like the same story again and again of like, yeah. some stupid he does something stupid then everyone's like uh, uh, slowly people realize like maybe he's not the smartest person on the planet <laughs> maybe he's just doing stuff to stay relevant that's yeah. that's it right but, like, like did we nuke north korea somehow no <laughs> like donald trump was beefing with north korea on twitter and we didn't nuke him so i mean he was someone the, he was stopped like first, yeah, that's a good that's a good i mean i'm was just saying one, like right? it, it's like the whole it's, it reminds me of like the whole ics skata hacking thing where it's like attackers can do this that we're gonna the whole power grid's going down but like if you really look at the history of poison it poison your water only once has this happened and it's happened in ukraine and they had the power back on in like 30 minutes so it's like uh, you know like or stuxnet like it's happened like it's like well it happened once but it's like yes but like you know some dude was like hey that value looks wrong let's reset that and then like their attack went away or whatever i don't know i'm just saying like not that it couldn't happen but i don't believe in like this honestly the other thing is I don't think he's like coordinated or like planning enough to be able to like carry out any kind of impactful attack with all this power that he has. Like he's like, uh, uh, stop the rocket launch. They're like, sir, that was last month that already launched. He's like, crap, dang it. Uh, uh, tweet out Dogecoin. Sir, you already did that. We didn't make that much money. Crap. Um, change the name, I guess. I don't know. Like it's just, yeah, I don't, I, I don't believe that he has that much power in my opinion, but I could be proven wrong, but also, you know, you're going to see your social media just start getting wiped out for that comment. You go, I don't think he has that much power. And then it's like, Where oh, you? yeah. Well, well I, have, I have good news. Social media. Yeah, <laughs> I have great news. I don't use social media. So yeah. come at me, bro. Come but at yeah, me. Um, you can hit me on. What's the uh, oh IRC? There you go. Yeah, you yep. can. Uh, yeah. Elon has so many bot accounts on IRC. You wouldn't believe it. It's He's got this one called uh, nickname or whatever. I'm just so tired of talking about him. I think it's sure. Nick's like, serve it's... is what you're thinking. Yeah, let's, let's, let's move on. It's like We've the got... Kardashian for, for tech is, is Elon. Yeah. Like, yeah. I... God. God. All right. Let's that. move on. Let's talk about haggling with hackers. That sounds kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. It sounds hey, super fun. This is an article by in pcmag.com oh yeah uh, Christopher Gennaro it's basically um, I guess I'm assuming this person met with a bunch of companies and sort of talked their their first line help support (laughs) yes so (laughs) right so it's essentially like you know what what is it like negotiating uh, how how is it you'll tag all over your how much are you going to pay how much are you not going to pay you know there's some nice little uh graphs in there like the initial ransom demand how it varies by different attack uh attack threat actor like apparently hive is the highest um they're like really really bougie over there at hive i just think it's how 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 weird it is that like lawyers have to like companies have to deal with usually like a middleman not not necessarily the ransomware group but they hire 
third-party negotiators in order to do it right like which makes sense like this is going to be super specialized it's like a hostage negotiation yeah, yeah best yeah, i could do is two kids well, at 7 p.m right but but okay. then by like law okay. too right there's some laws where you're not even supposed to pay them so you get around it by paying this negotiator who then pays them for for backup like you have the the one person that paid full price like how would you, how would you <laughs> feel about reading this article being called out as like there's there was one person that paid the full price for their answer demands like no discounts whatsoever they're reading this article it's like them and their like accountants are going are just cursing under their breath being like you could have got it a half off like come on uh, but yeah what were you gonna say Bronwyn? well i, I was gonna say that um damn it i've forgotten <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that sounds about right. Oh, about that's how they should, what, yeah, I was, what I was going to say, I remembered. The whole negotiator thing, that's wonderful if you're a large corporation, but if you're a small business, small to medium-sized business, do you really think that they're going to be able to afford to pay for a negotiator to take down the ransomware fee? Well, no, you can my, haggle with them, me. too. You can they haggle with the negotiators. And, uh, you call your neighborhood like tech guy, and then I have to sit there and get on the dark web and be like, all right. They only got like 20 bucks. Come on. Like, and then. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but here's, is, here's, yeah, here's, uh, here's the question that I've got, though. What if when you pay the negotiator, by the time you pay a negotiator and then pay the ransom, wouldn't you possibly be paying more than if you just paid the ransom full price? You would think that's going to be in for the, you. Yeah. You're going, you're, you're right now, probably negotiator is a law firm and you're probably paying more for the negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> and of like, course paying the ransom is no guarantee one that you're actually yes. going to get your data back or two that you're not going to get popped again yeah, yeah. And i think a lot of these so, small businesses just adopt the the ostrich security going it's like okay we're just gonna okay our server got ransomware okay pick up that server put it in the dumpster go down to best buy and buy a new server and it's just you know you have things like you know chiropractic office or dentist office or car deal use car dealerships they get hit by ransomware they're not paying up and then you scratch your head and say how did my driver's license wind up on the internet yeah so yeah so all we have to do is there's an email on this data that says if you have copies of negotiations you're more than welcome to contribute you can find some parsers ready to use and help you with that so we just gotta like email this dude some data and then up go ransomware prices and then we make a quick mm. book no like you like like-, I, like I was like, who's gonna release this data? That's that was the thing that I was uh, thinking. I would. This is like secret sauce everywhere, unless like someone's got loose lips, they're gonna start sinking ships. You know, like. No. I mean, I I feel like the yeah the the whole like source the data is you know it's journalism. So take it with a grain. You decide if you know this person got the right data, looked at it right, parsed it right. I don't know, but. I mean, based on the data, the highest payout was 16.8 mil, um, which I guess in the grand scheme is a lot of money. But also, like, a lot of people use the B word when they talk about ransomware, and they're like, billions of dollars lost to ransomware. But, like, the highest payout is 16 mil. So, like, <laughs> how many people paid? <laughs> I don't know. I guess a lot. I guess a lot. Honestly, the- it... I feel like really the people who would know are the the crypto people that follow the actual like uh, follow the money point. on the chain. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? All right, all right. See, that's, that's cool. just it. When you said the B word, I assumed you meant Bitcoin. Well, no, that's, the there's B. a different word for that. That's just uh, the blockchain. But yeah. <laughs> um. So can yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, we can talk about. No we can talk about news. We can talk about news. 
Let's let's talk about something else that people aren't paying for. What about WinRAR? You guys use that? <laughs> what? <laughs> is this an article? The, like, there's an article about yeah. WinRAR. I didn't see that. Yes, yes. yes. Hold on. Hit us with the first article, of all. Ralph. Let me hit you with the article. But hit it. I, I'll hit you guys. All right. So there's been a CVE uh, zero day, whatever. It's not zero anymore. Anyways, um, remote code execution in WinRAR. So if you run a specially crafted uh, R or um. Uh, what do you call it? Zip file or RER. Yes, you can get remote code execution using WinRAR. Um, so you better okay. update that and you might want to pay now because. Didn't. So didn't wait, Microsoft you can update whether you yeah. pay or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 man. I was trying to get him a couple sales. I, I annoyed that or uh, ignored, excuse me, that uh, ad for years. Oh, no, and they also hit him with the one-two punch because the article says that they're testing native support for the rare format in Windows 11. So oh, Yeah, I was about to gosh, say. I, that, I was about to say, I thought yes, it was being... So oh, is this going to be their last pass moment? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, 7-Zip, as someone else mentioned, uh, is the kind of the go-to on Windows anyways. But Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah it's point. open source. Bro, you this... can open, like everything. Uh, it's, all right. Yeah, it's all right let's, let's put on the tinfoil hats. We know WinRAR put that in there themselves, so that way they can go ahead and get some stock options paid off before mm. they close down. <laughs> Are they trying to, like, tax loss harvest? Because this is not going to help things. <laughs> Are they shorting their own stock? Wait. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to help things, but, I mean, it is interesting to imagine, you know, a zero day in a software like that, it's, what the impact would be. I, I feel like we already have SFX archives. If I can yeah. get you to open the rare, you can already execute my code. So I don't know. Yeah. What kills me is that it's still to this day that there's paid software to open up compressed files. Like it's like, why hasn't this been integrated? Whoa, whoa. Paid software is a light term there with WinRAR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're correct. It's NAG software. It's shareware. I think that it was No, it's thing. like, do you want to be nice and be like the top 1% of humans that pay for WinRAR? Top anyway, 1%. All right, it's more of a meme the... at this point than a utility because yeah. you have 7-zip, yeah, like, native somebody, integration. Somebody tweeted us that you've paid for WinRAR. I want a screenshot. That someone actually paying for it. I want to. Do you paid for WinRAR? Please uh, let, us, let know. us know. Yeah, we actually. You know how they're doing the article about the high, like the ransomware negotiations. Yes. We're doing our own study about who's paid for <laughs> ransomware for uh, WinRare. So send your send your stuff to Wade at Black. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll we'll get you a log parser that'll tell us whether you really yeah, paid for it. Really curious. The, okay. With the Delta I, prices, I don't want breaches. Like I, I don't beg for breaches. But if there's a customer list, you now have the most altruistic breach of all time. It's like yeah. if all the WinRare customer list, you know, get breached, it's like this is the people you can email that you can be like, hey, can you watch my dog this weekend? And they will say yes because they paid for WinRare. <laughs> They'll do anything. I need help moving this weekend. That's the person to go to, right? I need to like... borrow your truck and you need to pack up my dishes. <laughs> and I know you paid for WinRare, so I know you'll do yes, it. Yes, I'd rather pay for <laughs> WinRare than Windows. That's a pretty good one, too. That should oh, be yeah, an award funny. on LinkedIn. Like, you just select that as an award, like, paid for WinRare. And a you get badge? A little badge? Yes, that oh, should be. Yeah. On LinkedIn. We, all right, we're going to make it a badge in Discord. Okay, all right. New also <laughs> half... Another plan we can do is that when it goes under, we, we put our, you know, put a little few bucks together and acquire it. Just and the then, name. You know, 
Yeah, just the name WinRare, and we just have it as a meme, just a recurring meme. No, we what we'll do is we'll re-release it, open source it, and people won't know the difference, but we'll still match it. <laughs> no, that's too easy. We got to make it so that if you pay, yeah. it's just a CTF. Anyways. It's a CTF if you pay. Every uh, time right. you unzip something, it just opens up a Rickroll every yeah, time. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that, that's probably worth the money. Elon would do it. Elon would do it. <laughs> Did you guys see about so, that? Okay, next yeah. article. I want to talk about SZA warning. <laughs> warning Why are we about ever si talking about like, this article? Could be AI generated. Like I, I could just read this any week and it would be true. But SZA has <laughs> warned about Citrix vulnerabilities being exploited. <laughs> this so this is the classic. These are the end days or whatever you want to call them. You know they've been patched years ago or months ago, but people are still not updated, and so SZA has to be like, hey. It's time, like if you're if you're looking for our tweet to update, now here's our tweet. Like go update. <laughs> Is what's the criteria for CISA putting out one of these reports? I want to know that. Like, oh, it's got to be like in the wild. They've talked to three companies in the last week that got popped. Is that it? That's Is my that guess. It? Like, <laughs> that, that's my guess. Like, I seriously bet it's like because you know, there's the world of security and there's a world of like things are on fire over here in like incident response. I feel like this has got to be based on incident response like activities. I don't know. Yeah. Because this is how we feel as a company. When things happen, when we see things come on the incident response team, we go out and we say, hey, everyone else, this can happen. So I feel like that's what SZA does. But I don't know. I'm not a government like They're just pushing person. out these just to try to get so someone can uh, reference them in their intel report and hopefully mm. get their VPs to patch. Over I mean, it, yeah, that's, it's like that's our all whole, I see it as. It's like your whole thing of like in the exploited yeah. in the wild by attackers like Black Hills is now a threat actor, so we just go and exploit anything, and then everyone says it's been exploited in the wild by attackers, so then they have to fix everything. It's like this weird, like, logic bomb we hit them with. Like, everything's <laughs> been exploited in the wild by attackers, because we're an attacker. Kind of like the journalists that read the website source code? Yeah, kind of like that. So, everyone's an attacker. Mm. Apparently, Duo's out. I didn't feel this <laughs> at anyone all. anyone encountered this? I haven't encountered, and I, I've... I mean, wouldn't you have to use Duo use to know that it wasn't working? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, this. Oh my. Wait, you just leaked some like secrets over here. <laughs> I use Duo personally on my home lab. It's all Duoed up. Um, oh, you have to so do it. He would have known. He would have known. So uh, I guess it's hit or miss. Uh, oh, basically, they're saying they're investigating authentication errors. We don't know if it's security related. I'm. I don't even. You know. Know if it's. Uh, Ian made it. He did. He had to talk he to TJ. In. He did. He was very sneaky. Wait, um, Ian hacked into our hacked into our podcast? No, well, he had he had Duo and he could not get into his account. So ah, so ah, <laughs> nice. He, he had to update his Citrix server before he logged in. Yeah. So. so, Ian, can you send out some emails using Zimbra? Zimbra? Because I heard that was a sure. good idea. Yeah, I, I can do that. Zimbra. Um, so I, I actually, yeah. I, it is the best email service, by the way. You can tell it's the best once Ryan clicks the article and goes to the uh, map because you can see what countries use it and you can see why it's the best. Uh, are you, you hating on those other countries or are you just uh, hating on the ransomware district of Eastern Europe? I was about to say. I'm just saying if this is if, if you are in this picture and you're using Zimbra, then like, you know, report it because you, know, you don't want to be in this America. picture. Mm. I, I love this. I I was gonna say, is it the official official email provider of the ransomware region of the Eastern Europe? Is that 
It doesn't say also Italy's in there and somehow Mexico. I don't know. Anyway, it's probably like one IP that like geolocates to that. And that right. IP is actually geolocation is wrong. And they just put it there. That's so, where yeah. is. So, so the actual, the actual like article, you know, not to just only banter and not put any real news in your ears. Oh. Basically the, oh, the okay. article is that attackers are fishing, looking for Zimbra credentials. Um, so maybe there's, well, why do they want Zimbra? What's so cool I, that's, about that's what that's what I that's what we don't know. That, so maybe they have a zero day that they're like gonna use once they have a certain like maybe it's, <laughs> I don't know maybe it's like, like a transformer thing they have to get enough like resources like, combined to make it's it like work. A, it's like a takeover like a fifty one percent attack. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared now because that sounds terrifying. Oh my god! <laughs> I really hope it's not that. And there's yeah uh, yeah we'll see. That sounds amazing. I, I, yeah, know, I basically countries that it's that that it seems to be, and I wonder if uh, if this is potentially nation state oriented that they're trying to just get inside mm, of, get inside of email it. boxes. Yeah. Nation. Uh, yeah, I uh, I mean, it's business email compromise, right? We know it's actually right. a pretty big, a good way to steal some monies, but like mm -hmm. it's it's interesting that they're targeting Zimbra. It might be like just as simple as someone wrote a tool that makes it easy, or it could, and then like shared it within the you know Eastern Europe uh, hacking community. <laughs> or maybe it's something else that I'm afraid of. So yeah. I guess or we'll find if it's out. being used by all these Eastern nation and ransomware countries, maybe it's somebody that's not in one of those countries, <laughs> three letter agencies that's doing the phishing, trying to go ahead and uh, get them so that way they could get into their stuff since they're no longer on Telegram or they're no longer on the dark web or mm. no longer on Twitter. Their Twitter API got canceled, so this is yeah. how they're getting doing. Okay, now. if this is nation state, <laughs> we all lost our Twitter API. Okay, seriously though, if the, looking at the campaign, if this is nation state, like we need to like we need to like refund the NSA or something because all they're doing refund. is they're fishing, <laughs> they're fishing, pretending like they're an admin, saying your imminent your email server is going to be updated. And then they attach an HTML file, <laughs> uh, which is basically a locally hosted phishing site that's post your credentials to like the attacker uh, page. So it's not exactly nation state level, but uh, maybe you never know. Keep it simple. That's all. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> there. So there is a uh, open source version of uh, Zimbra. All right. Let me send me the ISO. I'll, 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 okay. All I'll right. throw it at up in point, my duo lab right now. At yeah. this point, I'm kind of making fun of it, but also I'm like, I kind of want to try it and see if it works. So I, also, I think if you read the wiki about this company, they've been sold so many times, they don't know who they are. So, okay, <laughs> we're going to buy WinRare, and we're going to apparently buy also Zimbra. Oh, we can together. add them together so Zips automatically Win, open Win, their email. Zimrare? Zimware. Zimrar. Zimrar? Zimrare. Yeah. <laughs> Our newest product from Zimrare is attaching HTML phishing. I think that's... We're just going to try it. Yeah. We'll, we'll try it. We'll fish all of our customers and let you know how it goes. We'll try yeah. HTML attachment phishing because that isn't played out. It's not. It you is. gotta make it pretty. It could work. It still works. Honestly, it's one of those things. It could work. You don't know till you try. That's really what I miss it HTAs. We were, we were reminiscing about this the other day. Remember HTAs? They yeah. were so fun. Like, you Everything fish in Microsoft with an HTA. You you could fish someone with an HTA, full screen it, disable the keyboard input, and they just have to like click the fish, basically. <laughs> I didn't even this know that the, was a those thing. Are the days. They're just stuck oh there. God. Just like they're just trying everything and they're just like, I can't, I have to do it. 
I had, I mean, if I they had knew, if it. they knew, like the you know, magic control alt delete control yeah, alt def yeah. whatever, you know, they could get around it. But like, how many? What percentage of your population knows that? Like, well, what kind of sorcery are you talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, that or, or that feature's been disabled for administrative purposes. Of course, yes. Like that or that. You know, it hasn't. <laughs> They're like, you can't uh, use control alt delete. That's admin. That's <laughs> admin only. But task manager, you can't end so, that. Can we talk about backups real fast? Because I have to talk about hard drives. No, Corey knows how much I love hard yeah, drives. Yes, so let's talk yeah. about hard drives. I, I'll, I'll make this one fast. So I guess... Spinning rust. There is... No, this is even... even This doesn't even spin. This just like hums. So ScanDisk makes these little SSD drives. And I guess they've been like constantly losing data. And now there's a clash action lawsuit about it. And they've been like all like quiet about it. Not sure why. Uh, kind of interesting. Uh, so back up your data? See if you have one of these. It's, yeah, SanDisk Extreme SSDs might lose all your data. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, the thing that I'd read about that, which I find you know terrifying, is notice it's the SanDisk Extreme SSD. Blah blah blah. blah. Oh, it's designed to take bullets, literally. Yes. yes. So that's that's where they're really getting beat up. Is that it was you you paid extra <laughs> for this like hour. Uh, you paid extra for this this drive that is supposed to be wildly durable and be the best for protecting your data. And there's something about it that makes it even worse than their, you know, let's put you a to on a spinning disk and see what happens. Mm. I think their last uh, fiasco was the uh, the SMR and CMR disks. They were rebranding them as like, uh, uh, what do you call it? SMR. They took SMR drives and they were branding them as CMR drives. It was a whole big debacle. So... My um, my favorite hard drive related insanity actually worked uh, in for Dell technical support by a by a contractor called Convergis back in like I don't know 2000, 1999, 2000. You worked at Dell? Did you like? Did, did. were you in a commercial? Like I'm hey, pretty dude, sure I, was, I worked there when those commercials were on, and yes, that does give me PTSD. <laughs> Are you in the commercials? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You... I'm, John, I'm John Hodgman. No, that's the Apple ones. Uh, it, was, it was it was it was the desert drives do you do you all remember the western digital desert drives no do they look like sand mm, no this is a true story well, uh, this is and i only because i i know it from working look it up. Replace them. there was a trailer full of western digital hard drives that was stolen and then abandoned in the desert and they recovered uh -huh. it like months and months and months later and they did a quick test on the drives and were like, these are fine, fantastic. And they shipped them out. Oh, God. Well, and then they weren't fine? started failing very rapidly. Oh, because they I'll tested bet. fine, but over time, you know, being in a truck in the desert, they were dying. So there was a whole, like, thing in our, in our like, wiki that was, hey, if you've got a desert drive and they were these serial numbers to these serial numbers, just don't even have them troubleshoot. Just replace. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you know, like where I'm at to... is it's the, the and if anyone doesn't know the if you're interested in like hard drive reliability and statistics, the Backblaze uh, drive stats report is really interesting. They like do really big deep dives on like because obviously Backblaze is a storage company. They have like, I don't know, 50,000 drives in service and they very carefully keep track of and they publish the data openly. And it's very interesting to see like if they had desert, if they had like a swath of desert, desert drives, it would be. <laughs> so screwed so yeah. it's just kind of an interesting like you know if you're interested in this topic that but yeah with ssds it's a tough one because i think a lot of people just have this assumption that they're more reliable just like out of the gate people are like they ssd are. oh it's be. fine it'll never like because 
we all had hard drives for a long time and they were kind of a disaster from a reliability standpoint. And now I feel like everyone's like SSDs, they don't fail, but like, turns out they do. Yeah, Ooh. they do. Yeah, it sounds like they have some manufacturing issues on those ones. So, one time I was shooting a hard drive and the silicone like in it blew up and hit me in the face and like blinded me. Wait, 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 wait. There's silicone in there's a like hard sand, drive? dude. There's like sand or something in that really old hard drive. And we were playing around with it, hitting it. I lived up in the middle of the mountains somewhere How where uh, nobody usually were you is. shooting this thing? I, d- I don't recall, all right? Oh, but, okay. uh, s- the attorney sand. told him not to say anything. All, yeah. right, all, right. <laughs> all right. Give us the speech that you've been told to tell us. <laughs> so, okay, uh, wait. I can't Before, before we, like, incriminate Wade, I do want to say, like, I hope this class action lawsuit forces them to, like, give, at least make it so you can check if you have one or something, like how, <laughs> how, do I have point, a desert it, drive? That's the question you this, should be. This asking. article, yeah, this article basically says like you might be screwed. Peace. <laughs> like I, I mean, like you know. Oh, uh, by the time the class action suit is done, you'll know because you'll be wiped. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a security feature. Okay, uh, did you forget to wipe your backup data? Well, this is this is my favorite like line, especially when ransomware happens. Well, you don't have a backup. What? I mean, you're so stupid, right? But yeah, having a the backup. last clash and class and what am I even saying? Clash and last- douche. The last ass suit they had, which I don't know why I just said that, but I, I'm just oh, sticking with it. Recording. I want I want everyone to know that I did that on purpose and I regret it, but it's okay. Listen, the last ass suit that they had, they paid out five point nine mil, which sounds like not much at all. So if you know what, if if that's all it takes, if that's the cost of just having drives fail at like a whatever percentage rate, then companies are just going to be like. Oh yeah, five point nine. That's like that was the marketing budget for the Western Digital, you know, ass drives. And it didn't um, so sell. yeah, I, I don't know. That barely yeah. makes the top tier of uh, ransomware demand mm. negotiations. Right? Yeah, five point <laughs> nine mil. That's that's yeah. like half of ransomware. So yeah. Hmm. Well, anyways, so get backups and don't trust a single drive. Get backup. Yeah. But my data's already gone. What do I do now? What you supposed to do that before? The three, two, one. Look it up. Three, two, one. Backup. That's the plan. Three, two, one. Contact. It's a countdown to you losing your data. Yeah. <laughs> three, two, one. Contact is the answer. Reason. Oh my god. Happened. So okay, let's go. Since we're already off the beaten path, let's just take a f- massive left turn. Ooh, my favorite. Oh no. NYC, New York City. I think that's what NYC means. Oh, he is- has banned TikTok on city devices, and I think. The reason they did this is because they ran the numbers and they had a 30% productivity loss due to dancing and recording it at work. <laughs> that honestly should be the number one reason yeah. you ban TikTok. I think that's why. Because like, so yesterday, uh, you just see it. Like, it's it's one of the things that like, it's almost like the human mind is just ready to identify it like it's prey. Because you see, see people just doing this TikTok dance and it's like, prey. Like, it's just they're moving, you know, you know, they're completely unaware. So, you know, I feel like that's why they banned it. I don't know. I mean, I guess you could get into, you know, privacy, data mining, harvesting, all that stuff. But really, I think it's just lost productivity due to either scrolling TikTok or recording the dance videos. Mm. 50-50 shot. I, I think you're 100% right. Like, somebody looked at either through their MDM what apps are being <laughs> <laughs> Our bandwidth yeah. is usage what? is incredible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on here? 
And and truthfully, like if you're a city worker, and I'm not taking anything away from that, there's lots of really important work being done by by local public officials. But how much of your job it's at, is it actually necessary for you to have TikTok? There's it's very pretty few important to do those. Well, hold on, the parking meter people when you're giving out a parking ticket and you're not, well, aren't you supposed to record it and do like, yeah, the, you can oh, do the dance and be yeah, like, you're like, oh, you get a parking ticket, bam, fifteen dollars. Yeah, no, there's yeah. a whole song for it. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's on TikTok. You would know if it wasn't banned on your device. Also, yeah, that that could also be how they get in contact with the people with the tickets. So, like, what's your TikTok? I'll just send you the ticket on there. I love it how they blame this whole China stuff. Well, we all know the truth. You're just unproductive when you have TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, no, you're right. It's a convenient excuse TikTok, for leaders to Instagram, be like, Instagram. Yeah. Get yeah. back to work. So, okay. So, if they're banning this, what else are they banning? Solitaire? Because if they ban Solitaire, I'm quitting. Ah, uh, it's over. So, it's so, over. So, I, I know a company that banned Reddit. Right, right oh. during, right during like the whole Reddit era thing, like when the uproar, Damn. and I was very upset because a lot of good articles are on Reddit, and I like to read Reddit, and uh, now I have to like figure out how to circumvent security in order to just read about like a normal Wait, security. Are thing. you telling oh, us that you're no, like it, a hacker? Whoa, hold on. Right, right. Oh, You're oh. circumventing least, security. Like, is is so I feel like Reddit is a pretty key source of good inf- at least good information, right? At least oh, half there's the information time, right? out there. There's good information, but like at least TikTok like Are you talking are about you- cat pictures? Cat- uh, oh, well, yeah, that's dude, that's just feel good stuff. Thing, German Shepherd, <laughs> love them, love them. But like TikTok, what's the use of TikTok really, right? Like is is it really can it can it help you solve like something? Yeah. Usually, well, they tried right? to do security TikTok, but then China didn't like that. So <laughs> Well, yeah, so uh, to bring that in on TikTok, like they're pretty aggressive about like no hacking on TikTok, right? Yeah, so, only dancing. You either dance or you die. Or steal cars. That's allowed too. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, totally yeah, right. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think about Kia that. Boy. Yep. Kia Boy. Or like, or like mild vandalism. Mild, like that's allowed mild. too. Most crimes are allowed. Chalk, it's not hacking. Just like penises. at the end, you have to go like, haha, it was just a joke. So, okay, Wade, Wade brought into the conversation the idea of bypassing security controls. How many government employees are going to be sideloading now or like rooting their devices uh, just so they can tell? Like, is this going to be, is going to be one of those things that comes back to bite them? Like, because I feel like when you're talking about, when companies ask me, like, we've had a lot of times where companies are like, hey, DLP, what do you think? And I'm like, I mean, not useful. It could be useful for certain things like forcing full encryption or something like that. But if you're trying to prevent people from doing something, the, the bypasses they'll take to do their job will oftentimes be less secure than just like you just monitoring what like the corrective channel. Yeah. So I don't know. That's like it brings in the whole thing. Like if a city employee is going to like take their phone home, root it, put TikTok on it. Now it's like now it's really actually a, a security risk. Right. Whereas before it was just like not really, you know, maybe a minor security risk, but not as big as having like an employee that's like rooted their device. James in chat said that the military should ban, ban discord. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. like you, you, you should ban discord point. on those skiffs yeah we know uh, that gifts yeah. allow discord you, so. yeah i don't know why your uh tssci and your nipper need to be so close together so you can discord i, I don't get it right well it's, how are you gonna have a community of accessing top secret information it's it's a tough community to build and it's a real fast one to burn yeah before we go too far past that i i do want to like put on the old old businessman hat for a second because oh, i think i think we just oh god here it comes wait where is it i want to see this physical hat uh, uh, he's, he's look how many hats he has and all of them are legal oh it's right there oh i see it yeah, Yay. um so anyway uh 
I, two things. The first one is going to be a little bit controversial. I actually agree with the state of New York here, or the city of New York, whoever was doing it. And, and the reason is this with one caveat, because I didn't get a chance to go all the way through the article. If that is a city-issued phone, they should ban all the apps, TikTok, Instagram, whatnot, only with exception. If you're in communications, if you're in some sort of emergency response, things like that, where having access to child mode. Right. No, for sure. Now, the caveat is uh, is BYOD or there's a couple new Gartner terms around mm. like when it's managed versus <laughs> owned versus this versus that. But if it is a device that fundamentally you pay for and you want to be able to get your email or something like that and you you go through and say, well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do X to do Y, they're going to have real challenges with that. Now, it sounds like with this, these are city-issued phones and it would be very a very cut and dry case. Like, no, sorry, okay. done. Um, so I'm, I'm actually with the city of New York on that, not because of the spying, but because that's, that's just the way it is, you know, that, that device was issued for you to do work and your work doesn't involve TikTok. So, okay. Yeah, um, makes sense. as a security yeah. blue teamer, the giving up, giving, getting access to my company via my personal cell phone is like, I, I will admit it's, it is very nice, but mm. it's the most scary thing for me to opt into to say, mm. you guys now have like X ability on my personal stuff. Mm. And yeah. every single time I like question, I'm like, do I really need this? Or, and sometimes they'll send you a phone, but I've had companies who, who won't, they're just like, just log into Slack. Yeah. And if we need you, you're going to be there. And I'm like, uh, but, but I, but that I don't is think the it's other the other side of that coin, right? right? That companies, and I, I dealt with this a lot at large companies that I worked at where we'd sit down and you'd get the lawyers go, well, they just shouldn't have that. I'm like, then you need to pay for their phone. And they're like, that's a million dollar expense. If we yeah. do all these phones, I'm like, then you need to find a middle ground. Because you want the benefit of not paying for the devices, but then you also want to control how people use the devices they paid for, and that's just not going to happen. So, I mean, I, I, th there's a lot more nuance with this article that I think a lot of companies don't think about before just kind of saying, mm, we, are, we are wiping this from for anything, you know? I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we have to be clear that, like, we don't know, we don't know the details here. We don't know how, whether... Honestly, it could just be the news article is kind of siphoning small information and making it seem bigger than it is. Like, they could have a list of banned apps that just was updated to include TikTok and also includes every other social media and every other, you know, like Ian said, all the stuff they don't need to do their job. Um, but, you know, they clearly felt the need to be public about it and say that, you know, the NYC Cyber Command, which I just imagine, like, what are they doing? Like, what, what is that? It's Rudy Giuliani. What? Remember, he's a <laughs> cybersecurity expert. At the Four Seasons landscaping? No, you, oh. remember, you do remember that, right? Like yeah, he was a cybersecurity company a while back, and what? it was the most... Oh, no, this is 100% true. So like, that explains it, Giuliani then. cybersecurity. Because if you do hire... Yeah, if you hire... Amazing. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, they, who is the commander of Cyber Command, and why did they, they... Their thing is like, well, we want to make an impact, so ban TikTok. All right. I'm I'm Rudy Giuliani cybersecurity paid for WinRAR though, so I have to give it to him. WinRAR. Are they in the, are they in the <laughs> And in 2017, Giuliani was named as the cybersecurity advisor to Trump. This is this is a thing that happened. Cybersecurity, dude. He literally set up a meeting at a landscaping company. Listen, that was the <laughs> listen, Ralph. For the day, that was the Cyber Command headquarters. <laughs> no one suspected it. They're doing nothing the, wrong here. The opsec was so good. No one oh, saw. No one saw that coming. Yeah. 
Um, I, uh, the other God. thing I, I want to go back to on this too. We're, we're, this tangent is very long and very confusing. Oh. Well, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, where yeah. are we? All right, well, well, what, well, let's, let's do one more. Talking about the bypass. You were saying, okay. I do want to remind folks that are listening here, when you make controls that actively make people find a bypass, yes. you are doing your company a disservice. So you got to find ways to set up those controls that balance things. Uh, or, yeah, you're going to get Corey or some teenage kid walking up to their dad going, oh, dad, all you got to do is this, 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 and here you go. I, I actually have, so Ian, I've... I've yeah. Now that we, so we've talked about starting cybersecurity companies, we've already mm-hmm. we're, we said we're going to acquire Winware. We've we've made a lot of progress <laughs> on today's podcast. What is yes, that? And you know what I was you know what I was just thinking. You know what we need? We need to make a TikTok appliance that you put in your network. Okay, and it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got to keep a straight face. So okay, there are two options for the TikTok appliance. One self-hosted internal TikTok. Ooh, Pretty awesome. Yeah, Option number two is. If you want to use cloud-hosted TikTok, which I mean, Ibis, hybrid deployments are so hot right now, you mm-hmm. can you can just monitor all the TikToks. So our appliance, it goes in your network, and it middle man in the middle's TikTok, and then it Prox like pop, makes Prox sure, talk. yeah, it's like Prox talk, and it makes sure that all your you know TikToks are either dance related or work related, mm-hmm. and then you know you can you see so you can filter your TikTok events and monitor them. So it's perfect. Yeah. So my, my question, Corey, is uh, we installed this appliance last week, and there was a bunch of other scanning traffic coming from it that we didn't understand. Is that normal? Um, yeah, that's that's a feature. It's called the AI deep learning function, yes, uh, which it basically just uh, seeks out your employees' interests and then mm-hmm. uh, will use it to determine what's work related and what's not. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, so but it's, the, it's, it's, you know. The the all the the passwords that the authentication is coming from it. We shouldn't worry about that. No, it, it no. actually needs everyone's individual password to tune oh, their algorithm. Perfect. Yes, it, it logs into the account. It's an API thing. It's something. Uh, yeah. Big. It's <laughs> anyway. Just make sure the appliance yeah. is it blinking. As long as it's blinking. Yeah. As long as it's blinking. The code says it's safe to use. Yeah. Right. So the contract came in and and management pulled out their stamp and they said, uh, you know, management accepts accepts the risk. We will install the TikTok appliance in our environment. Thank you. Good. Well, one of the things. Does anyone have any last articles? Sorry. Wait, before we move off of this, Wade really did bring up a, a good point and it had to do with the fact that as soon as you let a company get a foothold, on your personal device as an individual that's a that's a serious consideration too because yeah they've got a foothold and they may say that they're only going to to be worried about their apps but really you let them in a little bit at all and now they have legal grounds to dictate what you can or cannot put on your personal device over and above the consideration of who's paying for what there's also a matter of who owns this device that nominally is yours, but mm. now your mm. employer has a foothold. That is the one, what you just described is the one, I, I am down to one phone for a decade or more I carried two. The one thing that, and then also what happens if there is a discovery request and I'm part of some investigation for, you know, some breach or something like that, that, you know, something Black Hills would work on. They say, we would like the, the phone data from all the employees that, that did this. Well, now it's my personal phone getting imaged 
with all the personal stuff I do. Getting don't worry, Alex Jones. It worked out really well. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it worked, it worked awesome. out great for Sony too when all their emails came out. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I think, I, I, yeah, I, I guess like it, it really is the the smart security advice here is that. If you're dealing with the BYOD, whatever type of environment, which I highly doubt that New York City is like BYOD for a parking meter or whatever. Like, Yo. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I'm guessing like whatever cyber, com like the NYC Cyber Command is a top organization run by possibly some top individuals. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they're not letting BYOD happen. But you're right. If it's BYOD, they're the rootkit. TikTok's part of the rootkit too, but they're in <laughs> there as well. So it's kind of sketchy. Can we talk about the last social media company we haven't talked about today? No, 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 we've no, talked no. about I, them all. Uh, I, I have a better it. pick. I have an audience submitted article for our last pick that that like it's a direct corollary. All right, so fine. It's the IMAX link that someone sent in chat. Oh, it's is just, it a fish? It's too good. So okay, so and I'll I'll, I'll post the article, but basically, oh okay. Yeah, so Amazing. the reason it's funny is because this news article is based on a TikTok posted by IMAX. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's saying the Research 70 millimeter film print of Oppenheimer is so big, we had to extend our film platter. But they're leaking the data on TikTok because it's showing an image of the Palm Pilot operating system, which is like, you know, showing how it's going to be playing the IMAX video. So security oh through obscurity, right? Like it's how just, many I times have to throw it in. I had to throw it Wait, in because, so like, I guess the moral of the story: one? they're leaking their own data on TikTok. Is where I'm oh going. My. <laughs> <laughs> Even more beautiful than that. Look at those photos. It's that they 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 are emulating the Palm Pilot on an iPad to control. <laughs> Yes, because then we have to tell people how to use the new OS. Listen, Cyber Command said it was fine, okay? Yes. It's isolated inside wow. of its own virtual chain. Yeah. This, right, doesn't this go back to like there's not that many people who actually know how to use like IMAX? It makes sense. It's, it's combining two dead technologies. We don't, you know? we, don't <laughs> want, we don't want to update it. So, you know, it, like the old people got to figure out how to use it. So we keep the Palm Pilot. Well, we don't have to it's combining it. two like, you know, one is arguably beautiful and awesome and the other one's a Palm Pilot. So, but it's, it is combining, you know, two old outdated <laughs> technologies. Anyway, Ralph, what was your article? I just had oh. it, like it was. Oh, no, it's all good. Mine was uh, just about LinkedIn. Uh, so I guess they're having a huge influx of people, the last social network to use, which hopefully is not banned on your work device. Uh, so you can find a new job. But um, <laughs> <laughs> major LinkedIn or uh, LinkedIn's had a bunch of a account takeovers. So it's like a big campaign of people getting their account compromised on LinkedIn, then getting locked out of their account when they're doing password guessing. So yeah, um, I guess watch out. They're coming for your it, recruiters so okay so, this sounds is like yeah, it's this... a good 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 reminder to make sure that your passwords are long as in in excess of 15 characters longer is better mm -hmm. and also to make sure that every single password you use is unique and also don't run account. the cracked version of expressvpn on yes. your computer oh, because it'll yes. it's too long. Also, also don't forget to turn on mfa ah, just delete yeah, so, all of your text messages and then no one will to, know <laughs> to take the, to the one last little point on this article is that they're apparently ransoming their LinkedIn accounts back to yeah. people. I gotta say, I'm not paying a dime for my LinkedIn account. <laughs> I'm like, you, you can, can have, have it. connections. You can like, you go network and get me a job, and then maybe I'll t buy it back from you for like five bucks. <laughs> yeah, you but show I'm, you I, run this account better like, than me, and then maybe I'll buy it back. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah like. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't care if who's going to pay than 500 connections. You know what? Oh. I don't know third of those people. I would be more likely to buy back my sock puppet account than I would my actual real account. No, that is legit. That yeah. I would definitely yeah. agree with you. Can you make me to build that account? I can start. Listen, I'm a recruiter at Microsoft. I have great prospects. Anyway, wow. um, let's uh, yeah, let's let's end the show. Thanks everyone for coming. This episode sponsored by John Strand. Is Ryan even here? Do we just have yeah, to keep Ryan, the show going? Fire. Just, just all Hello? It's getting worse. It's getting Ryan. worse.